0: If you wanna win the game, you gotta take a good aim and get the most marbles with your hippo. Playing Hungry Hungry Hippo! Hungry Hungry
1: Hippo!
2: How many scientists does it take to
0: castrate a hippo? More than you think. I'm Kevin Leeson. One Safari Guide found a hippo's cuteness to be very disarming. I'm Torrin Atkinson.
3: Hippos aren't just hungry-hungry, they're cannibal-cannibal. I'm Joe Fulgham, and this is Caustic Soda.
0: Now, as everyone knows... Everyone. Hippopotamus mm-hmm. comes from the words... Hippo, pot, and moose. Yes. Hip-pala. It means
2: you you wear it on your belt while you're smoking marijuana. it's on
0: your hip. Because it's pot. And you're riding a moose. And, a and that's moose. the only way you can safely approach a hippo. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hippo means horse in Greek. Yeah. Hippocampus. Oh, yeah. The hippodrome. Hippodrome. Yeah. hmm Not to be confused with hippodome. <laughs> what is that? That's where they have... Hippos fight each other to the death. Oh, damn. In a uh, post-apocalyptic dystopia. And potamos means river or rushing water. Oh, uh, river horse. So river horse. River horse. As okay. everyone knows. I been,
2: I, you know what? If I was naming it, I would have probably been more like river pig. Yeah. It's a little right. more
0: piggish than horse horse Or cow. Mm-hmm. I would even go river cow. River, river cow. cow. Yeah. Yep. Except uh, they, already, they already had water buffalo.
3: Maybe at that point people were riding them.
0: Down seems unlikely <laughs> seems unlikely um so therefore we know that hippophobia
3: it's fear of horses fear of
0: horses not the fear of hippos okay All right. there is no fear of hippos there should be. no irrational Rational fear <laughs> of hippos uh zoophobia is the fear of animals and hippopotam monster is the fear of long words. Nice. All right. Okay. I thought it was going to be the fear
2: of uh, hippopotamus dressed up like clowns.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the common hippo, hippopotamus amphibious, is a large, mostly herbivorous mammal uh-huh. in sub saharan Africa and one of only two extant species in the family hippopotamidae, mm-hmm. the other being the pygmy hippopotamus.
3: Mostly herbivorous. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> Adults average 1,500 kilograms. That's 3,300 pounds. What? Wow! And average. That's the
2: average for males uh-huh. and
0: thirteen hundred uh, kilograms for females, mm-hmm. making them the largest species of land mammal after the three species of elephants and the white and Indian rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that
3: would be the sixth largest thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And an exceptional male weighing almost six thousand pounds has been reported. That's twenty seven hundred kilograms. Wow. wow. S- and he was
2: exceptional, so he was really good at math yes, and he was ex- reading he was, comprehension yeah. and whatnot.
0: He was an advanced hippoclass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another source I found says the heaviest known hippopotamus was approximately 9,900 pounds.
2: Wow. 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 That, that'd be like 4,000 kilos. 4,500,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, that if you saw hippopotamus that big, it would be the size of like a semi-tractor trailer kind of thing. It'd be like quite it. large. It's like that, a mammoth. I mean, no, it was just it would, very dense. You'd be like, you'd be like, go. Oh, oh, I'm gonna like p- put my tent down
0: on this island.
2: Oh, oh, this island is moving. What is <laughs> yeah, going on? That's right.
0: yeah. <laughs> the hippopotamus is a highly aggressive, unpredictable animal and is ranked among the most dangerous animals in Africa. A- AKA one of the most dangerous animals in
3: the world. It's because they roost in trees and fall on you with that weight, right? <laughs> yeah. I know all about hippos. Yeah. see?
0: Uh-huh. In 2014, a photographer on a weekend trip in Huangay National Park captured on film a two-day-old calf being mauled to death by the rest of the bloat.
2: Oh, that's what a group of hippos is called. <laughs>
0: yes, a hippo,
2: a bloat, a bloat of hippos? hippos,
0: also a pod or a herd or a bunch of other things.
2: Oh. I would have, I would have actually thought flotilla.
0: No, oh, flotilla of hippos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. uh, when its mother introduced it to the uh, to the bloat, uh, we'll include a link and some very graphic photos. On causticsodapodcast.com. Huh.
2: So, why, uh, why would they? So, the mother was part of this bloat. Yep. And had a, a two day old calf. Yep. So, just given birth. Uh, uh, one of the other hippos in the bloat was probably the father.
0: Presumably. Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. Right? Yeah.
2: So, then uh, do they have any idea why it molded? It they
0: do not know. It is unknown.
2: It is unknown, I but have, we have But they are highly home aggressive
0: home. and unpredictable, as right. stated. Uh huh. So. Uh huh.
2: All right, this, this is, is a slow day, I guess, for the bloat, hippos.
0: Unbloat crime. <laughs> yep. Despite being such a dangerous animal, they are still threatened by habitat loss and poaching for their meat and ivory canine teeth. Uh-huh. The common hippopotamus is semi-aquatic, inhabiting rivers, lakes, and mangrove swamps, where territorial bulls preside over a stretch of river and groups of five to thirty females and young. During the day, they remain cool by staying in the water or mud. Reproduction and childbirth both occur in water. Mm-hmm. They emerge at dusk to graze on grasses, while hippopotamuses rest uh, near each other in the water. Uh, Grazing is a solitary activity, and hippos are not territorial on land. Huh. So territorial in the water, yep. so, not territorial on land.
3: So they're aquatorial. Uh, okay.
0: mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If you get in the water with a bunch of hippos, you're aqua-fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right? Despite being semi-aquatic and having webbed feet, an adult hippo is not a particularly good swimmer. Nor can it float. Mm. Oh, I have seen video, I think, of them like basically walking, walking on, the on the bottom the, of yeah. the river. Yep. I've seen a lot of that. They move by porpoise like leaps on the bottom. They're
3: almost yeah. graceful. Like, not quite, but like almost graceful. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah that you, you Fantasia
0: has taught me anything they can do with ballet excellently. Yes, precisely. So, underwater ballet obviously fits right up their alley. The, speaking of their alley, uh-huh. the testes of the male oh. descend only partially, and a scrotum is not present. In addition the penis retracts into the body when not erect. Okay. The genitals of the female are unusual in that the vagina is ridged and two large diverticula, okay. diverticula. Uh-huh. which are fleshy bulbs. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. protrude from the vulval vestibule. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like a church.
2: It sounds like there's a, like a they have an entire construction back there. It sounds like I went to Rome once and I was in a vulval vestibule, <laughs> right?
0: I'll bet you were. Yeah. This is the uh, part of the vulva between the labia minora into which the urethral op- opening and the vaginal opening uh, uh-huh. open. A lot of opens in that sentence. Right. Uh, the function of these, the uh, verticula, is unknown.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because no one can
0: get close enough to figure it's it a out. Pleasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's obviously <laughs> right. a pleasure. Uh-huh.
3: When your partner can weigh 9,000 pounds, nah. you want to make sure that they feel good.
0: The jaw hinge. On a hippo is located uh-huh. far back enough to allow the animal to open its mouth at almost 180 degrees. Yeah. In so doing, the mouth can stretch four to five feet tall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you were a short less person. than five feet tall, yeah. Yeah. you could
2: stand mm-hmm. in an open hippo's mouth with your feet on the bottom row of teeth and your, ha- your head touching the top row of teeth.
3: Now, what do we think is the reason for that? Like, why did they evolve
2: this giant, huge open mouth when all they do is mouth? kind of graze? Well, it is a threat display okay because yeah. it looks threatening because
3: it makes you look bigger yeah okay yeah. sure it does look threatening I'll take that mm-hmm.
0: National Geographic host Dr. Brady Barr measured the bite force of an adult female hippo at 8,100 newtons I assume that's Strong. That's that's no, you know
2: what that means? That means they can eat eight thousand one hundred fig newtons fig all at newtons. once. All at once. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah they can, oh my god. That's a lot of newtons. That's a lot of like a, a, a pressure. The power. Bite pressure. To. Yeah. Because to... those fig newtons are not easy. Like they are dense. They're, they're pretty dense. They're pretty yeah. dense. And you can have eighty one hundred of them stacked one on top of the other, and they could just mash right, right through. through them. It,
0: right. Yeah. That's a lot of newtons. I can do. That. I got like
2: maybe you know ten newton power in my jaw. If I'm lucky, I can get through ten
0: newtons in one bite. <laughs> I'd like to see that. That's for our next live show. All right. Done and done. <laughs> Hippopotamus' teeth sharpen themselves as they grind together. The lower canines and lower incisors are enlarged, especially in males, and grow continuously like a beaver. Oh. The incisors can reach 1.3 feet while yep. the canines reach uh, up to 1.6 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big old tooth.
3: Uh, the average force of a human bite is 720 newtons.
0: Mm, okay. All right. So, so like, 10 times.
3: More than 10, yeah.
0: The canines and incisors are used for combat and play no role in feeding. So for battling other hippos as well as things it don't like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Kevins. Yep. The largest known artiodactyl, the even-toed ungulates, was Hippopotamus gorgops. Oh, wow. Gorgops. That does sound impressive. With a length of 4.3 meters, that's 14 feet, and a shoulder height of 2.1 meters, that's 7 feet, and with a weight of... 3,900 kilograms, 8,600 pounds. Wow. And that's the average weight. H. Gorgops was much larger than its living relative, Mm -hmm. uh, H. Amphibious. Another feature setting it apart from H. Amphibious, were its eyes, modern hippos have eyes placed high in the skull, but H. Gorgops had orbits extruding above its skull, making it even easier for the creature to see its surroundings. Mm, So frog-like eyes? Yeah,
2: like froggy or stocky or something like that? Pop quiz. Pop it to me. Taxonomically speaking... Mm-hmm. And that, Pass. No, taxonomically speaking, <laughs> they are not good at doing their end-of-the-year paperwork.
0: Right. Uh, but they are, are me both.
2: Yeah, hippos are typically in arrears on their
0: taxonomicles. What is the closest living relative to the hippo family?
2: Mm, taxonomicles, the Greek hero of no taxes, of not collecting uh, fees from the government. Taxonomicallys.
0: Mm, I see. Mm-hmm.
3: Closest relative to hippos,
2: yeah, (sighs) river horses,
3: they are river horses.
2: Oh, damn,
3: like I want to say, I want (laughs) to say say pigs, but I'm gonna say, I don't think that's it. But
0: uh, I'm gonna go with rhinos, despite their physical resemblance to pigs Mm -hmm. and other terrestrial, even toed ungulates. The Mm -hmm. closest living relative to the hippo are cetaceans. Oh, whales, whales, porpoises, etc., from oh, yeah. which they diverged about 55 million years ago.
3: So they said, "We're going to stick here in the rivers. You guys go to the ocean. Yep, evolve there." So killer whales got the name, but
0: hippos got the actual kills.
3: Oh, killer whales are pretty good killing.
0: Yeah, but Just not, not humans. Not,
3: not humans. Yeah. yeah.
0: How long can a hippo stay submerged? A day. Uh, f- three hours. Six minutes.
2: So basically, when you get in trouble with a hippo, you just got to hold it underwater until it drowns. That's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? Easy.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> boom, problem solved. Just hold, you know, thousands of pounds of aquatic mammal yeah. underwater for a while.
2: Yeah.
0: The process of surfacing and breathing is automatic, and even a hippo sleeping underwater will rise and breathe without waking.
2: Really? Ooh, I think that I've interesting. Seen that now, yeah. That is interesting.
0: They'll rise. <sighs> What is a hippo's lifespan?
2: Uh, When did they diverge from cetaceans? Like 55 million years ago? Uh,
0: Yeah, 55. Uh, Okay, so there have been like 55 generations since, like a million years. A million years. Mm -hmm. Uh, 80 years. 40 to 50 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. The oldest known hippo was 61 in captivity. Okay, well,
2: that's pretty good. It's dead now. Almost made to retirement age. Oh yeah, that could have been sent back out to the wild if it made it to sixty five.
0: Now we mentioned that hippos are mostly herbivorous. Yeah, when they're not herbivorous, what are they eating? Uh, people, birds' and
3: nests, and small animals, fish, carrion, water buffalo. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh!
0: Doctor Dudley, he's a guy. Oh, he He sounds like a character in a kid's book. Made the first ever record of hippos eating meat at Hwangay National Park, Zimbabwe, in 1995. Since then, he has been collecting evidence of hippos eating impala, baby elephants, and even their own kind. While the cannibalistic incidents still number fewer than a dozen, they have occurred across the animal's range from South Africa to Uganda. And yes, these are, uh, I believe, all carrion. Oh, okay. So Uh, They 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 didn't 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 kill 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 any of these things to eat it. It was just like,
3: well, here's some
0: meat. And the exact reasons why hippos feed on meat? Still unknown. Because it's there and it's tasty. It's and they didn't so have to do any work for it. Yeah, yeah. it just it was kind of floating by. It was and it big was like, casual Whoa? things.
3: Like, yeah, I like that. How
0: Whoa. fast can a hippo run? On land or in water? I don't think they run.
2: I don't run think they, they run. Water. Well, of they on the bottom. Land. Land. Uh, it's like it's some ridiculously high number. It's this like thing that, that you're like, what? Those like little waddling masses. Like faster and,
0: than cheetahs. Not
2: faster than cheetahs. <laughs>
3: but like 30 kilometers an hour. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, 40, which is slightly faster than a human.
0: You've got the only right answer so far on oh, this wow. test, Kevin. Uh-huh. 30 kilometers hour per hour, 19 <laughs> miles per hour over short distances. I am okay. in the
2: lead. I had a friend of mine who went on a on a safari in Africa, and they give them a big speech. They say, "Listen, we're gonna go down to the pool where all the hippos hang out, where they roll in the mud and all that jazz." Yeah. They like to do kind of these false charges. Right? They like to kind of threaten and false charge.
0: You're not thinking of a rhino, are you?
2: No, no, no this is hippo's too. Okay. And they say, uh, so when if, if if a hippo like runs at you, stand your ground and then they will like turn around and go away. But if you turn and run, it might inspire them to chase you down. And they can run probably faster than you, so don't do that, right? And of course, so the big speech, everybody just standing Mm -hmm. ground, don't turn and run. Well, we'll all be there to like kind of intercept if it becomes really dangerous. (laughs) And uh, and then, of course, they get down there. And one second after they get there, this hippo comes out of the water and false charges them. And half the, yeah. half the crowd just, like, run turns away. and runs. And there was this, like, these two American girls who, like, turned and tripped and fell. Oh, God. And my friend's wife watched her husband, like, run past her and hurdle these two American girls. <laughs> nice. Like, literally leap over them. <laughs> now and, we, like, know. Well, now the we know. And, like, continue running down the road. Now we know. And, of course, his wife stood her ground. But yeah. uh, he fled. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's the old saying, right? I don't have to be faster than Hippo. I just have to be faster than you. Than the two teenage girls. Than the two
0: teenage girls, yeah. <laughs> How many people are killed by hippos in a year?
3: Wow, this is quite a bit, but I think people well, know. Well, so. more
0: than sharks, and sharks are 11 the
2: <laughs> last year, so I'm going to go with uh, 50. I'll
3: go with 25.
0: I have got two numbers okay. that I found from different sources. 25 and 50? Okay. Yeah! <laughs> According to one source, which I don't think I believe, okay. 2,900 people. A year? 2,900 people in Africa. A this year. This comes from Listverse and com. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Sounds scary. But a more reasonable number, which I found from animaldanger.com, okay. is 300 or more. Oh,
2: well, okay. 300 plus per year. 300 plus per year. So
0: that puts them, because they're often said, oh, it's the most dangerous animal in Africa. But that's not true. Oh, really? Because not if, it's, if we're going with a 300 number, elephants kill more, crocs kill more than elephants... And scorpions kill more than any of those. Right. And then snakes. And then the tsetse fly. Uh-huh. And then mosquitoes at like well, up to a million or whatever. To be
2: fair, yeah. tsetse fly and mosquito, they do not kill the person. They are a vector for disease that kills the person. Okay. All right. So t- you can take that out of the equation. When, <laughs> when you have mosquitoes, like literally a thousand of them hit a person and drain all their blood at once. <laughs> then yeah. we're talking. Then we're talking. Okay. But until we get to that day... You know, you know, snakes and scorpions and, and elephants and right. hippos are all, you know, higher on the food chain as far as I'm concerned. This
3: doesn't happen very often, but them. I absolutely agree with Kevin. Uh-huh. Yeah. And want to see somebody attacked by a cloud of mosquitoes and drained. <laughs> drained of all can their you blood. You yeah, write that once. into a movie at some point?
0: Yeah, should The hippopotamus is considered to be very aggressive and has frequently been reported as charging and attacking boats. Small boats can be capsized by hippos, and passengers can be injured or killed by the animals or drown. Mm -hmm. How do hippos mark their territory? Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this. (laughs) Have seen it on the YouTubes?
2: I've seen it. It was like some some Animal Planet show or something like that. Uh, Joe, do you want to answer? Because I know the answer to this. Uh,
3: Do they take a big shit? Even
2: better.
0: Um. Even better.
2: It is actually a uh, a mélange of shit and piss. <laughs> yeah. Yep, okay. That that's That they fountain out of the rear end. Right. And, but they spread it by waving, like waving their the tail. T- yeah, it's like a little now. propeller. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a little propeller. It's, that like, sends... it's like
0: literally when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> it is it's exactly what it's like. I'm totally. And you right. end up with like a rooster tail of shit and
3: piss. Yeah, I remember that video now. Yeah.
0: But we'll okay. put a link to the to a
2: video yeah. on yeah. cosmic Soda Podcast.com. Of this, you know, weaponized, shit and piss <laughs> brew
0: that comes out of a hippopotamus's butthole. Last question. What is the deal with red hippo sweat? Now, hold on a sec. Is the hippo red and they're sweating? No, the sweat is, is red. Or is the
2: sweat red? The sweat is red. When hmm. does a hippo sweat red? Or is all their sweat red? Did, are, did, are we asking like why on certain circumstances they are sweating red, or why is all hippo sweat it red? It
0: used to be believed, yep. in the olden times, uh-huh. that they sweated blood
2: in the dummy times, yeah, uh-huh. in the dummy
0: times, yeah, that hippos produced uh, blood sweat, so they always sweat red. Yeah, I have two I so. theories
3: for this. One mm-hmm. of this is that they're not actually sweating red; it's just that they've got mu- uh, like mud all over their bodies, right? And then you sweat into this brownish reddish mud, yeah, and it becomes red mud. Okay. Uh, my other theory is that maybe they're somehow consuming an awful lot of iron okay. and are sweating it out. And that iron, when it's rusted in water, it becomes red, rusty. This is iron only,
2: they, they've just, you know, uh, they see half of the hippos sweat red and the other half they don't realize don't sweat red because it's how they menstruate. Oh, I oh. see.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, or it's not sweat, it's just the blood of all those 2,900 humans every year that they're killing. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. us. laughs>
0: that they're just coated in. Yep. Yeah. Hippos produce their own sunscreen in the form of a sticky, reddish oh. sweat. Uh huh. The oily secretion is made up of two unstable pigments, one red, the other orange. The red pigment also has antibacterial properties, oh. which work to protect the hippo from certain pathogens and accelerate its recovery from wounds. Yeah, uh, probably the pathogens that are carried in all the feces that are flying around mm. when everyone's trying to mark their territory. The thick red substance, which oozes from glands all over its skin, is one of the hippo's many ingenious survival tools. Hippos consume as much vegetation as they can during the night when they are shielded from the searing heat and sun. At dawn, they retire into water and spend their days resting, squabbling, and, uh, most importantly, digesting. Hippos are basically fermentation vats. They are adapted to eating poor quality foodstuffs, but to be able to get nutrition out of these, they need to be able to eat for long periods of time. Because it is so important for hippos to eat a vast amount, they must venture out in the sun from time to time on top of their nightly binge. Right. But a traditional sunscreen, like fur... It's not practical if you spend half your time submerged in water. Right. The answer the evolution came up with was an anti-UV secretion, which is at first colorless, then red, then finally brown as the pigment polymerizes. Ah, I see. Hmm. The sunscreen property of the sweat was first suspected because albino hippos are often observed, and they seem healthy. This natural skin care product not only protects the hippo from the sun, it also regulates temperature and discourages the growth of bacteria. Right. right. It's right. made up of two pigments. So they basically shellac themselves. He kind of. Yeah. Yeah. One red called hipposudoric acid. All right. Mm-hmm. Hipposudoric acid. Mm-hmm. And the other orange called norhiposudoric acid. Right. <laughs> so it's
3: this or it's not that. Yeah. yeah.
0: The scientists believe these two substances are produced from a metabolite of amino acids. Both pigments act as sunblock, and the red one is a good antibiotic. It can inhibit the growth of two types of pathogenic bacteria. This right. is useful for hippos because hippos are always fighting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the wild, they have wounds all over them. They mm-hmm. get scratches and bites and cuts, and yet they don't seem to get infections.
3: There you go. So that's why they use the, like you said, the poop spray because they're like, yeah, man, we get defenses.
0: Yeah,
2: whatever. I don't care. Shit happens, literally. Yep. Mm hmm.
0: Out of a hippo's butt. Yep. This item on hippo castration. Oh. Comes to us from sciencemag.org. This sounds like maybe the worst job ever.
3: Oh, hey, what do you well, do for a
0: living? I'm a hippo castrator.
3: Be better than a mosquito um. castrator.
2: Ooh, or is it some kind of weirdo instrument that I've never heard of before now? Comes you know, they look- got a Stratocaster? Oh, a hippocastrator? A hippo castrator. Yeah. Or
3: maybe it's just the way that you castrate a human, except it's like some kind of hippo technique. Like uh, with a big, huge... Oh, you castrate them by using huge hippo jaws to clomp a, down By using a, a giant gun.
0: unhinged jaw. Yeah. yeah, precisely. Few things in this world are as elusive as a hippopotamus testicle. Uh, especially when you're trying to cut it off. Zoo uh-huh. veterinarians have been attempting, with varying degrees of success, to castrate the two-ton animals for more than 90 years uh-huh. in hopes of controlling the size of captive populations and reducing the number of fights between the males of this aggressive species. Right. Okay. But the hippos don't make it easy. Hippopotamus amphibious hides its testes inside its body, mm-hmm. where they can shift around and even retract away from a vet's grasping forceps during surgery. <laughs> now, a team of vets working in Europe and Israel... Uh, has described in detail a nearly foolproof method for hippo castration. All right. I like nearly uh, the foolproof. parties
3: they must have had
0: yeah, when I, they uh, discovered yeah. this. Popping champagne. After drugging the animal with a precise anesthetic cocktail, mm-hmm. the researchers rolled the sleeping hippo on its side and hoisted up one of its hind legs with a rope. We have uh, a diagram <laughs> that we can put up on CosmosPodcast yeah, dot okay.
2: com. All right. I Once get the it.
0: animal was in exactly the right position. As shown in the illustration, they used an ultrasound device to find the testes and then massaged, massaged them towards the point in its abdomen where they plan to make the incision. If the testes retracted during the operation, the scientists scientists simply whipped out the ultrasound again and repeated the technique. All they right. report in a paper in press at the Veterinary Reproductive Medicine Journal, Theriogenology. Okay. Mm. The vet successfully castrated 10 out of 10 hippos. Oh, there you go. This movie gets 10 out of 10 hippos. All right. <laughs> 10 out of 10 castrated hippos. With their method, losing only one of the animals to post-surgery complications. Thanks to the hippos' mm. stunning wound-healing abilities, perhaps related to the antibacterial properties of the creepy red sweat, <laughs> all these surviving animals were able to return to their feces-infested communal pools within hours of the surgery with no <laughs> negative consequences. Got mm-hmm. it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so that means they had 10 male hippos, so I can understand why they're having some problems, right? Yeah. I because-
2: Dude, I did not realize that hippo castration was such an issue. Snip the th- things you learn on caustic soda.
3: You we- should have just gone down there
2: and uh, yourself there, Torn, and said, look, hippos, it's not so bad. Why don't you just, like, give up your testes? I should have done that. Yeah, because you're, like, so a hippo whisperer. No, because you're a castration whisperer.
0: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Torn didn't get castrated. <laughs> <laughs> ah, close enough.
0: It is. It's pretty close. <laughs> They're talking about my vasectomy, people.
2: In the history. Ah, we should call them hippoectomies now.
0: In the history. (laughs) Notable attacks. Got a few notable attacks.
2: Okay. Well, if there's 300 a year, you know, they kind of like, you can get lost in the shuffle. If there's 300 to 3,000 a year... (laughs) You know, uh, it's very easy for individual attacks to get kind of
3: <laughs> lost in the,
2: the the needle in the haystack, oh. the attack in the haystack.
3: Yeah, well, hippo attack. Mm. Tell me all about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Alan Root is oh. a British filmmaker who was attacked by a second-ranking bull hippo. So they're not the alpha, but the know, beta. beta. Yeah, His
3: his uh, right-hand hippo.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. In Kenya, while scuba diving in Mazima Springs, okay. the beast bit into his calf.
3: Oof. Oof. With, uh, with 9,100 newtons, 8,100
0: 8, yeah. newtons. Yeah, yeah. He developed gangrene but managed to keep his leg. He described the hole as large enough to push a Coke bottle through. Uh,
2: Holy, yeah, because when what? you look at the teeth, of course, the whole tooth probably went through his leg. <sighs> Woo. Yep. Push a Coke bottle through, yeah. I'm imagining anybody who usually gets a bite of that size in your leg that you probably just bleed out more times than not. Especially your yeah. you're scuba
3: yeah. diving, do you go "ow" and then everything pops into your mouth and you drown? <laughs> <Yeah>. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I'm not a scuba
2: diver. But maybe the scuba diving part is what saved him. Like the uh, you know it bit him, but then the like when it pulled its tooth out of the hole, then the suit just like kind of cinched up, like, I mean, kind of like a little pseudo uh, tourniquet. Oh, maybe. Either uh, that or he actually stuck a Coke bottle in it. Yeah, maybe. To, like, you know, <laughs> you
0: stop. to stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
3: was, the hole was as large as to push a Coke bottle through. Trust me, I tried. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did it. 1967, Pfori, South Africa. Uh-huh. An official named Steinberg was surprised while standing on a riverbank. Steinberg. Hip- S-T-E-Y-N. Uh, St- Steinberg. Oh, that's got to be a Okay. Wait, uh. right, right. A hippo charged and bit him just once. His heart and lungs were exposed, and he died in agony on a tortuous drive to the hospital.
2: His heart, heart and, and lung were lungs. exposed? Those wow. aren't supposed to be
3: exposed.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> generally. it's it, a
2: bad thing. Like, like, did it peel off his
0: rib cage? Maybe.
2: You know, kind of got his tooth caught up under his rib cage and just like, sort so of shook like him sh- off.
0: Like a cupboard?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, like, like, uh, like oh, um, where- keep...
0: My heart is on the, on the first shelf, That's and my right. lungs in the second
2: shelf. Yeah, we're like shucking an oyster. Right? Like
0: even right. just yes.
3: just that coke bottle-sized tooth, just one of them tears yeah. through your chest, just <laughs> leaves a gash long enough to see your heart. And I your bet lungs. you it made this noise
2: <laughs> as all your like ribs clunk <laughs> right. open. Yeah. yeah.
3: They spew around you like coins from Sega Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. In
2: 1966,
0: on the Limpopo River in South Africa, a single hippo cleaned house at an African beer bust. Cleaned house? Oh, is that like a keg party? Is a beer bust like a keg party? It is a large gathering for organizations, clubs, college students, etc., where beer is the sole beverage served and is consumed in large quantities. Yeah, so it's a keg party. Yeah.
2: All right. So a, a hippo showed up at a kegger?
0: Yep. Uh, bit a man through the chest, oh. killing him instantly. Yo, it had been the third fatality that year alone by hippos on the Limpopo. Uh
2: huh. What?
0: And then just last year, God,
2: they must. I wonder what they were playing music-wise because that might have oh, been yeah. it. Like the hippo was trying to sleep, and he was like, you know, they busted out like some sort of like Shaggy song. And He's like, I'll have none
3: of this. <laughs> it wasn't me. Bullshit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I. Oh God damn it!
2: What was, I gonna say? what was the soundtrack to this kegger? That Ooh. infuriated this hippo so much. Oh, or maybe they were playing a hungry, hungry hippo jinking game. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and then it was like, I'll have none of this. You'll did...
0: you'll not mock me and my brethren. <sighs> I did see a live version of uh, a live a uh, I don't know what you even called uh, a version of hungry, hungry hippos where there's you have a kid on a little leash, hand truck or whatever, yeah. and he's got a bucket, and then you put a, throw a bunch of. Tennis balls. basketballs or whatever yeah. into a gymnasium yeah. and then everyone tries to <laughs> push their kids around with the bucket to that, get as many that's yeah. cool I like yeah. that So
3: here's what I'm noticing like a lot of times when an animal attacks you like it gets you and it mauls you or it shakes you or does whatever hippos mm-hmm. just go and your heart and lungs are there yeah. or they yeah. bite you in half and that's it that's all you need. Jesus. It's kind of like uh, being attacked
2: by a great white. They don't bite you multiple times. They only have to bite yeah, you once. Yeah, I nights. guess so, yeah.
3: <laughs> or don't Actually, don't great whites typically bite and then go away and let you bleed? Oh, no, yeah. that's that's just humans, though. Oh, God, I can't remember our shark's episode. It was number one. It was so long ago.
2: Yeah, no, they, they'll they'll bite you and then go, oh, ew, patooey.
0: But the damage was so grievous that you just die. And in 2014, Naomi Niger, there was 12 children and a villager crossing a a river to get to their school on the side of the river mm. on a boat.
2: And the lesson they learned today was don't cross <laughs> a river with hippos in it. Yeah. That, uh, that's all you need to learn today, kids. Everyone go back to your hut.
0: All of them were killed by a hippo. Wow. Twelve kids. Yeah. One bite? <laughs> Maybe. All those Newtons. Yeah. He lined them all up. Um, I'm not exactly sure how many were killed by grievous injury or drowning. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah, so it wrecked the boat, so they're all in the water, and then there's hippos there. Probably. And they're territorial in the water, yeah. so mm-hmm. might have been one bite each, not one bite. It was you know, a hard problem. lesson learned. Yeah, well, at least they know now, right? Oh, mm-hmm. wait.
0: <laughs> now I have a story that recently came out. I think it was, I don't know, Huffington Post maybe or something.
2: Um, uh, um, a HuffPo as opposed to a hip- about a hippo.
0: That's right, about this guy who revealed finally his story about okay. being swallowed by a hippo. Okay. All right. This isn't a Mm -hmm. biblical story. Nope. In 1996, Paul Templer was a 27-year-old river guide Mm -hmm. who had led tours down the Zambezi River in Zimbabwe many times and had weathered several of what he considered half-hearted attacks by a certain territorial male hippo. Got it. Got it. Those half-hearted attacks gave Templer no clue as to the potential viciousness of the bull who attacked one day, apparently out of the blue. Except for the other two attacks that he uh, survived from the same ball. The (laughs) vicious assault killed an apprentice guide before turning on Templar, who had approached to try and help his co-worker. Mm -hmm. Uh, How?
3: (laughs) Get away from him.
0: (sighs) That day, I'd taken clients out with three apprentice guides, Mike, Ben, and Evans, all in kayaks. We were near the end of the tour. The light was softening, and we were taking in the tranquility. The solid whack I felt behind me took me by surprise. I turned just in time to see Evans, who had been flung out of his boat, flying through the air. His boat, with his two clients still in it, had been lifted half out of the water on the back of a huge bull hippo. Mm -hmm. There was a cluster of rocks nearby, and I yelled at the nearest apprentice to guide everyone there to safety. Then I turned my boat and paddled furiously towards Evans. I reached over to grab his outstretched hand. But as our fingers were about to touch... Oh, very romantic. Oh, it was very uh, E.T. That's right. I was engulfed... Go home. I was engulfed in darkness. There was no transition at all. No sense of approaching danger. It was as if I had suddenly gone blind and deaf. Oh. I was aware that my legs were surrounded by water, but my top, top half was almost dry. I seemed to be trapped in something slimy. There was a terrible sulfurous smell like rotten eggs uh-huh. and a tremendous pressure against my chest. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. My arms were trapped, but I managed to free one hand and felt around. My palm passed through the wiry bristles of the hippo's snout. It was only then that I realized I was underwater, trapped up to my waist in his mouth. I wriggled as hard as I could. So hold on. So he was head first down the mouth? Yes. Yeah. Legs out yes. in the water. <laughs> Legs in the
2: water. Okay. Wow.
0: I. I wriggled as hard as I could, and in the few seconds for uh, which he opened his jaws, I managed to escape. I swam towards Evans, but the hippo struck again, dragging me back under the surface. I'd never heard of a hippo attacking repeatedly like this, but he clearly wanted me dead. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Hippos' mouths have huge tusks, slicing incisors, and a bunch of smaller chewing teeth. Mm -hmm. It felt as if the bull was making full use of the whole lot as he (laughs) mauled me. A doctor later counted almost 40 puncture wounds and bite marks on my body. The bull simply went berserk, throwing me into the air and catching me again, shaking me like a dog with a doll. Yeah, of course. Then down we went again, right to the bottom, and everything went still. I remember looking up through ten feet of water at the green and yellow light playing on the surface and wondering which of us could hold his breath the longest. Blood rose from my body in clouds, and a sense of resignation overwhelmed me. I have no idea how long we stayed underwater. Time passes very slowly when you're in a hippo's mouth. Uh, That is a quote not very many people
2: have the ability to say. Uh, To his credit, I just have to take him at his word because
3: yeah
2: I don't what? expect what that's
3: bull I'm not going to prove this guy wrong Yeah, that's, get me some fucking hippos that's
2: right get me a hippo time is going time passes at the same amount of time people one second in a hippo's
0: mouth is one second on dry land <laughs> smash
3: cut to smash cut to Kevin being thrown into the air and screaming i was wrong
0: <laughs> it's all quantum stuff yeah mm mm-hmm. mhm The hippo lurched suddenly for the surface, spitting me out as I rose. Mike was still waiting for me in his kayak and had managed to paddle me to safety. I was a mess. My left arm was crushed to a pulp. Blood poured from my wounds in my chest. And when he examined my back, Mike discovered a wound so savage that my lung was visible.
2: Yeah. Luckily. Uh, Well, you know what? If he stopped breathing, you could always just like (laughs) like manually squeeze squeeze it just to keep your lungs uh, inflated and (laughs) deflating.
0: Luckily, he knew first aid and was able to seal the wounds in my chest with the wrapper from a tray of snacks, which almost certainly stopped my lungs from collapsing and saved my life. Okay. Oh, so he wow. like Saran Wrap we're talking about? I think I so. guess so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he wrapped his chest in Saran Wrap to keep his lungs from collapsing. Uh, that, that is something I would not have thought of. That By, is inventive.
0: Yeah. By chance, a medical team was nearby on an emergency drill. And with their help, I stayed alive long enough to reach a hospital with a surgeon. Mm-hmm. He warned me he would probably have to take off both of my arms and the bottom of my injured leg. Yep. In the end, I lost only my left arm. They managed to patch up the rest.
2: Only my left arm? Yeah, it, that's When you look at it and you think that's a win, that is a bad mauling. It's like, I only lost one of my arms. Sweet. <laughs> that is it's, like, it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. This is great. <laughs>
0: Evan's body was found downriver two days later. Uh Attempts were made to find and kill the rogue hippo, but he seemed to have gone into hiding. I'm convinced, though, that I met him one more time. Two years later, I led an expedition down the Zambezi, Mm. and as we drifted past the stretch where the attack had taken place, a huge hippo lurched out of the water next to my canoe. I screamed so loudly that those with me said they'd never heard anything like it. Okay, here's, here's my question. When you show
2: up to do your kayak tour of hippo-infested waters, right? Yes, right. When you show up uh, at, at, on your kayak tour and your, your, your guide has one arm, yep. right? And you say to him, hey, what happened to your other arm? And he goes, ah, hippo attack. I'm not getting in the kayak with this guy. No, I
0: am because he knows. He knows exactly right. what he's doing. The most no. it's
2: going to cost you is an arm, Kevin. <laughs> the most. Uh, I've heard the term, and uh, the turn of phrase is, it could cost you an arm and a leg. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's but, why this is a deal. Seriously, you know, I it, this would be like a Captain Hook situation, right? That's the guy you don't want to be standing next to when the gator comes back.
0: Right. It's a gunning for him. He says uh, he died back under and was never seen again. I bet my life savings that was the same level. Determined to have the final word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh There's a
3: guy with a traumatic experience having a repetition in the same place happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a very Captain Ahab situation. Hippos are jerks. Yeah. Uh.
3: That's why it wasn't a rogue hippo. It's just a hippo.
2: Yeah, it it didn't have a uh, white stripe in its
3: hair, right? (laughs) It didn't steal powers from other hippos. That's right. He was firmly inside it, and it didn't get any of his memories. That's right. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Hmm. I'm going to briefly touch on American hippo ranching, because uh for... Any podcast listeners out there who might be hearing my voice. <laughs> yeah. There is a two part episode of Stuff You Missed in History class. Okay. Uh-huh. About this topic. All right. So I won't go into too much. Now,
2: detail. what outside of killing and mauling, what purpose does a hippo serve? Like, what would you, why would you want to ranch a hippo except for, you know, perhaps spreading feces around?
0: It's
3: a whole bunch of meat.
0: It, like, do hippos taste good? It's well, let's find out. Okay. In 1910, the United States, its population exploding, its frontier all but exhausted, yep. was in the throes of a serious meat shortage. But a small and industrious group of thinkers stepped forward with an answer, a bold idea, uh-huh. being endorsed by the likes of Theodore Roosevelt and the New York Times. Okay. Hippos imported from Africa. And raised in the bayous of Louisiana, proponents right. argued. Mm-hmm. It's a great plan. Uh huh. Would provide a delicious new source of protein for a meat hungry nation. Right. In the process, the animals would gobble up the invasive water hyacinth that was killing fish and choking off waterways. Okay. A bill was introduced in Congress and newspaper editorials extolled the culinary virtues of lake cow bacon.
3: Ah, uh, lake cow's better than river horse, yeah. Yeah, cow lake cow, cow bacon. bacon. Except okay. you don't have cow bacon. You have pig it's pig bacon. So yeah. lake pig bacon. It's called it Lake how about, Bacon. How
0: about Lake Cow Steak? It's call called Laken. Laken. Yeah, yeah, Laken. The idea was that you could utilize land that wasn't produced for, wasn't productive for grazing cattle, like swamps and bayous. So you transplant the hippos into these environments that aren't totally unlike where they live in Africa. Right. The only thing stranger than the hippo idea itself was the partnership promoting it. Uh-huh. At its center were two hard bitten spies, Frederick Russell Burnham, mm-hmm. a superhumanly competent frontiersman. Freelance adventurer uh-huh. And fervent optimist About America's future Okay Burnham would be uh, The inspiration For the Boy Scouts Oh there you go. okay And the other guy Fritz Duquesne A.K.A. The Black Panther Wow what? That is a is numb Diplom The Prince of Wakanda one. A virtuoso <laughs> Con man And cynical Saboteur Who believed Only in his Own glorification And revenge Okay Burnham and Duquesne Had very recently Been sworn enemies Under orders To assassinate each other What? Oh
3: Okay, wait, wait. the guy who was the who was the inspiration for the Boy Scouts yes. wanted to assassinate, assassinate somebody
0: named the Black Panther. Named yep. the Black Panther. They had this real rivalry. Okay, but it's one of those old-fashioned rivalries where you honor your enemy. They never met in battle. When right. they did finally meet, it's under the guise of being collaborators with Congressman Robert Broussard on this hippo plan. Okay, based on their experience in Africa. They're going to start what's essentially a lobbying firm to drum up donations from rich people. Okay. Right. To start or to start hippo farms. So why hippopotamus meat, mm-hmm. you ask, Kevin? Yes, I do ask. Burnham reasoned that Europeans had imported cows, sheep, poultry, and pigs to the United States and also noted that animals such as the ostriches in California and African... Camels in the Southwest had also successfully adapted to their new American surroundings, right?
1: Right. So why not the
3: but like the things you eat are all things that they would eat there, right? And then the camels, like they just did with them, what people do with camels there. But hippos aren't farmed where they are, right? Yeah.
2: No, they they are not domesticated yeah. and and ranched and eaten by locals. Yeah. So why would we want to do that here? Okay. It seems like a curious leap of logic.
0: You ask, what do they taste like? I do ask I what do. they taste like. Yeah. In the words of author and hunter Peter Hathaway, Capstick. Oh, okay. Uh, the inventor of Chapstick. It is my personal opinion that hippo's meat is one of the finest of game foods. Really? The taste is mild, less than lamb, and more than beef. Slightly more marbled than usual venison. Uh-huh. Hmm. It is still used as meat in Africa. Although, notably, some tribes in Zambia do or used to believe that eating hippo would cause boils and carbuncles. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So, it is still hunted for meat. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah.
3: Hunted, but not farmed.
0: Right. 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 Yes. Like, that's the difference here. Because they're angry and dangerous and unpredictable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Unlike a cow. No one's getting mauled by a cow. we bred out all the cows that maul humans. Yeah, that's right. Or not all, but like almost Mm -hmm. all of them.
0: So, as we all know, Americans did not have a burgeoning hippo- Ranching industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So what happened to the meat crisis? Uh, What happened was the very beginnings of industrial agriculture. Rather than bring in new animals that could take advantage of landscapes that didn't seem that productive, uh, we basically engineered those landscapes into more pasture and we packed more and more of the same kind of animals onto that new land. Okay. So it was an almost – almost maybe kind of sort of i would be to be yeah. right except they couldn't raise it's the money ranching. and yeah. so they
2: found better uses for the land for better animals for ranching seems to be yeah cuz <laughs> the thing about uh, cows right mm-hmm. is that you walk a cow into a slaughterhouse yes right? yeah yeah i challenge you to walk a hippo into <laughs> a slaughterhouse i have a feeling they would not be nearly so agreeable
3: but give us what five or six generations of breeding? Yeah, and five we or six generations
2: of dead renters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it's going to cost. You got to break a few eggs there. Can't yeah, I? yeah. <laughs>
4: The front door that's the
0: Announcement: How to avoid a hippo attack. Don't go near hippos. Or survive. Stay away from Africa, because
2: they're not Africa
0: and zoos, and they are not in the Louisiana bio. Things to remember. All right. Hippos that are not stressed are generally placid creatures and are not a threat, especially if given enough space and sufficiently deep water in which to submerge themselves. How can I tell Mm -hmm. if a hippo is stressed? Yeah. Because in the late dry season. When water levels are low and food supplies limited, Mm -hmm. hippos are more inclined to be aggressive.
2: Okay, right? They're they're cranky because they, uh, you know, they haven't been carb loading or
0: whatever. Yeah, (laughs) vicious fights break out between rival males in their bid for suitable river space, Mm -hmm. and the losers are often ousted from the river. Mm -hmm. Ah, so they skulk under thickets. Not this one uh, (laughs) during the day. Not not the darkest of the hillside thickets, because they don't have hillsides in. you know, the Serengeti. And are liable to attack if approached too closely. One dangerous aspect of hippo behavior is their unpredictability. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I remember that one time that guy was out and a hippo charged and laid out a tea set for him.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: so unpredictable. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Clapping your hands, waving your arms, or shouting is likely to have no effect on a charging hippo. Yeah. Your only hope is to seek immediate refuge behind or up a tree or behind a termite mount. Really? It's cause then they' like they figure, oh, the termites are taking care of that one now, yeah, maybe, and yeah, that's right
2: they're i brethren. I guess
3: just guess they can't charge around a thing, right, right, so they go, eh, and they got run around and just keep running around the other way,
2: oh, like uh, when you're you know uh, a sibling
0: chasing you around the kitchen table, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're in a canoe, allow hippos plenty of space, Don't Avoid rivers where numbers are concentrated, okay, okay that's that's just good advice. Yep. Yeah. Tap the side of your boat to signal your position, so hippos do not become do not come up beneath you. Right, where they don't even realize that oh. right. you're there.
3: Okay, yeah. uh, new Kickstarter idea: automatic boat tapper for hippo river right.
0: boats. Got it. Just yeah.
3: it just goes. Yeah, yeah. As you paddle down the river,
0: keep your distance when on foot. Avoid thickets. Yes, yeah. always, always avoid thickets avoid yeah. Yeah. because hippos may be skulking.
2: Don't avoid thickets concerts. They could use the support. <laughs>
0: That's right, mm-hmm. the famous hippo yawn is a threat display. Heed this threat, heed okay. it. All right, listen for oxpecker calls mm-hmm. if you know what those sound like. Nope. uh, what maybe I'll try to find one and insert it.
2: No, it's just a moo. Come over here, lady. No, oxpecker's is a bird. Oh. It's not uh, an
0: oxen uh, trying to get some action.
3: It's a a bird that pecks oxen. Mm
0: -hmm. Because it's a warning sign that there may be hippos around because they like to hang out on hippos.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. those are those little birds that are on the backs of hippos. Yep. Now, why do they sit around on the backs of hippos?
0: Probably pecking things. (laughs) What's (laughs) on the back of a
2: hippo that they like to peck?
0: Maybe that delicious... Oily pigmented suntan oh. lotion, sunscreen. Uh, a pick a peck a of oily, you know, oxpeckers. Yeah, eating ticks, small insects, larvae, parasites. Yep, got it. Hippos tend to come out to feed at night. All right, so beware of that. And Kevin mm-hmm. says here, mm-hmm. if one starts to charge, run. Oh, they tire easily, so you may have a chance to get away. Uh Use trees and boulders and termite mounds and to uh, slow it down. American tourists. And American tourists. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, trip
3: somebody. Terrible.
0: Now you know. In the news.
3: 2011, South Africa. Mm -hmm. South Africa. South Africa. A South African farmer has been killed by the pet hippopotamus he raised from the age of five months, Mm. and which he once described as being like a son to him. Okay.
2: Well, people get killed by their sons, too. Patricide.
3: Mm. Ah. Patricide Mm follow-up. Humphrey the hippo gouged owner Marius Ells, 41, to death by repeatedly biting him in a vicious attack. So much for the single bite thing. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, Mr. Ells, who was married, was pictured happily riding on his 1,200-kilogram pet bull hippo's back.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. We got lots of photos of this. Yeah. Of the riding, anyway. Of the riding, yeah. Yeah. Not the mauling.
3: Humphrey's like a son to me. He's just like a human, he said at the time. In Mm
0: -hmm. every way. In In every every way. way.
3: (laughs) There's a relationship between me and Humphrey, and that's what some people don't understand. Uh-huh. They think you can only have a relationship with dogs, cats, and domestic animals. But I have a relationship with the most dangerous animal in Africa. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, of course, of course. Mr. Ells kept 20 different species of exotic animals, including giraffe and rhino, on his farm near Clerksdorp in South Africa's northwest. I was Clerksdorp. just
2: waiting. I, I was waiting for the list of animals that exotic animals he exactly, was, kept to all be like scorpion, yeah. cobra. Uh, hippo, elephant—you know, like he, yeah. of all the deadliest animals, right? So you could like check them off on his checklist. Oh, yeah, yeah, I survived today. <laughs> <laughs> so little did we know he was just a a man with a large farm and a death wish. He had
3: developed a special fondness for Humphrey, whom he bought, aged just five months, and for whom he even built a special lake. Oh, that's nice. And there's a picture of him riding him in the lake right there. Mm -hmm, Humphrey was aged six and weighed more than a metric ton when he attacked Mr. Ells. While Mr. Ells appeared to revel in his status as the man who tamed a hippo, he did recognize his pet's power and danger. If he decides to get me off his back, then he throws me over like a horse, Mr. Ells told an interviewer before his death, adding, of course it was before his death, <laughs> uh-huh. adding, my friends won't even go near him.
0: Hey, wise, wise friends. Yeah.
3: Humphrey's dangerous side was displayed when he tried to attack two canoeists as they made their way down the Val River. Oh, a 52-year-old man and his seven-year-old grandson were forced to scramble out of their canoe and climb a tree when they were approached by Humphrey. Oh, the terrified canoeist screamed and clapped in an attempt to drive the animal away from the tree, but Humphrey refused to move. Well, we heard that Clapping doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. They got those tiny little they ears. They hate applause. They have those little tiny ears. Oh, that's right. All they hear is. <laughs> They're like, <"I> <laughs> Mr. Ells eventually managed to lure the hippo away with an apple, explaining that he had only approached the pair because he was hungry. <laughs> like, hungry, hungry hippo. Don't worry, he just wants to eat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The farmer's mutilated body was discovered submerged in a river running through his 400-acre farm in rural South Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paramedics responded to the scene to find that the man had been bitten several times by the animal and had also been immersed in the water for an unknown period. The farmer was declared dead at the scene.
0: Right. Nom, nom, nom. So
2: not for food, just for spite. Got yeah, it. Yeah. I unpredictable. guess. Unpredictable. Didn't eat that carrot.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe he recognized it as his dad. Oh, uh, what have I done? No, uh, Let's hide I, in the river.
0: I predicted that hippo's in unpredictability.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe they are a little more predictable than they've been yeah. credited for. <laughs> so I predict that they will, at some point in time, become surly and kill you.
3: <laughs> we could kind of do a meta show where we take pets you shouldn't have out of all of our other shows and link and combine them together in a new show. Yeah. Don't own these pets: chimps, hippos. Yep. What else have we got? Sharks.
0: 2014 Antioquia, 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 Colombia. Okay, all right. Now in the early 1980s. Mm-hmm. After notorious drug lord Pablo Escobar had become rich, but before he had started the campaign of assassinations and bombings that was to almost tear Colombia apart, mm-hmm. he built himself a zoo. It was a, a very narrow window.
2: Mm. It was a zoo face. You know, uh, Picasso had a blue face.
0: you know, and a cubist phase. Yep. Escobar had a zoo face. Had a zoo face. Yeah. He smuggled in elephants, giraffes, and other exotic animals. Among them, four hippos, three mm. females, and one male. Okay. All right.
2: Sounds like a mistake, but whatever.
0: And with a typically grand gesture, he allowed the public to wander freely around the zoo. Mm-hmm. Buses filled with school children passed under a replica of the propeller plane that carried Escobar's first U.S.-bound shipments of cocaine.
2: Yes, yeah, he did uh, put his, <laughs> his very first airplane over
0: the... Entrance to his compound. His uh, his estate, Hacienda Napoles, mm-hmm. <laughs> was confiscated in the, early, in the early 1990s. Escobar's menagerie was dispersed to zoos around the country, but not the hippos. For about two decades, they have wallowed in their soupy lake, watching the 20-square-kilometer park around them become neglected and overgrown. Right. And then transformed back into a zoo and theme park. Oh. Hmm. A like a Escobar theme park,
2: like com- yes, Escobar Land. Yes,
0: it is basically Escobar Land. <laughs> okay, complete with water slides. All the while, the into hippos- the hippos' mouths. Yes. And it's actually <laughs> their new feeding. They, 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 they
2: have. They, they've been spending too much money. It's the on, super
0: fun happy slide.
2: Uh, yeah, it's like we can't afford to keep them in feed anymore. So the dumber of our patrons will just slide
0: right down their gullets. All the while, the hippos themselves thrived and multiplied. Mm. The animals who have been wreaking havoc in the Colombian jungle for the past 20 years are now to be sterilized. How much the hippos like Colombia can be judged from how much sex they are having. Right. In Africa, they usually become sexually active between the ages of 7 and 9 for males and Mm -hmm. 9 and 11 for females. Got it. But Pablo Escobar's hippos are becoming sexually active as young as 3. Right. All the fertile females are reported to be giving birth to a calf every year. Wow. There are now at least 40 living off of vegetation what? and farmer's crops in the lush tropic- tropical climate of the northern province. Wow. Government officials are using money seized from the drug traffickers to fund the sterilization of the escaped animals, which <laughs> pose a considerable threat to the public. Right. Yeah. Though they have not injured any humans thus far, there are reports of hippos killing cater- cattle that wander into their territory. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, here's the question. like. They took all the other animals from the zoo and spread them around. Why not the hippos? Why did they leave the hippos behind? Because they're so big, I guess. Maybe the other animals. Were... They're just like, they trying to try and wrangle because them. Because fuck and, the hippos. Yeah, and then they, some, one of them
0: charged. They're like, fuck this. Leave these stupid animals here. Children in a school near Hacienda Napolis are sharing a pond with the animals and have direct contact with hippo calves at home. My father brought the little one home once. An unnamed An unnamed girl told the local newspaper. I called him Luna mm. because he is very sweet. Um. We fed him with just milk. Another child, a boy, told the paper, My father has captured three. It is nice because you have a little animal at home. Mm. We bottle feed them because they only drink milk. They have a very slippery skin. You pour water and they produce a kind of slime. Yeah. You touch them and it's like soap. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, we should tell them about the previous story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, somebody should um, really pass around a pamphlet. They should listen to our public service announcement. Yeah. We'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll
0: send this podcast through the internet to, to Columbia. Columbia. Uh, the government has long debated what to do with the animals. While there were initial attempts to round them up, the efforts came to a standstill in 2009 following public outcry at one of the hippos being shot and killed. Two adults and one calf escaped the herd, and after attacking humans and killing cattle... One of the adults, called Pepe, was killed by hunters under authorization of the local authorities. Right. Uh, they allegedly found other 22 caliber bullets and shotgun shot of unknown origin the side of the animal during the necropsy. Right. So I guess somebody else had been taking shots at him. Pa- right. Possibly
3: right. ask Pablo Escobar himself. <laughs> Maybe. Just blam blam.
0: Some, including those at the Hacienda Napolis Park, favor containing the numbers with a program of castration. But not only would this be costly and dangerous for the vets, mm-hmm. it is thought that many hippos would die. Hippos are very sensitive to chemical compounds. They're enormous, but they have this incredible sensitivity to sedation. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they're easy to sedate? Or well, easy to oversedate and yeah. kill. Right. Okay. Another idea favored by the local environmental authority is to build a reserve with proper hippo proof fences, but it would be a huge challenge to round up all the feral hippos and would cost too much money. <laughs> Biologist, listen. Do you
2: need to say feral hippo? Like, yeah, aren't they is... all like None of them have ever really yeah. been successfully domesticated. I, I think you could just say hippo, yeah. and we'll all like get. We'll infer feral. I think the ones people... that are
0: in in children's homes, yeah, yeah. Well, being fed milk, like, even yeah.
3: those are. So maybe they're. We're just saying feral to like drive it home to people who are keeping them as pets. That they are crazy. Feral. They're they're wild animals.
0: Biologist Patricio von Hildebrand has another more radical solution. Uh huh. I think they should barbecue them and eat them. Oh, yeah. There you go. He isn't joking. During experiments with electrical fences a while ago, he recalls, someone misjudged the voltage and electrocuted one of the Hacienda Nepalis hippos. What did the local people do? They took him, chopped him up, barbecued him, and they ate him. Why not? The animal is yeah. said to have a taste similar to pork. I now really want to try hippo. Yeah. I mm-hmm. really do. Carlos Valderrama, probably the only vet to have castrated a hippo in the wild, doesn't recommend eating the meat in case it is infected with a transmittable disease. Now, One dead hippo was found to be carrying leptospirosis, which can cause meningitis. Damn, there are my hippo plans right there.
3: Does well done fix that? I don't
0: know. Maybe. It is unknown exactly how Escobar got four hippos since no zoos have claimed credit for supplying the beast to Escobar. The National Geographic channel produced a documentary about them titled cocaine
3: hippos (laughs) that's how we got them hey you guys want to come here I got mountains of cocaine we're on our way
2: Uh, cocaine hippos you know it's like it's a uh, it's the follow up to drugstore cowboy only the characters are all hippos
3: oh maybe Yeah. yeah These yeah. are the only hippos in the world able to able to open up their nostrils as wide as their mouths.
0: Ah, yes, of course. I, <laughs> I would. I was hoping it would be like a smuggling story. Oh, you yeah. Put yeah. a bunch of, put a bunch of cocaine up the hippos' butt, or they're like uh, no, mules.
2: You know the problem is mules. <laughs> yeah, drug hippos instead of drug mules. Yeah. No, the problem is that if you stick, it, you know, it up their butts, then they like, you know, oh, do yeah. that all the waving the tail thing, thing and cocaine all of a sudden the cocaine everywhere. is everywhere. That so was how that, that's we had his parties. parties. That's now a really a party. horrible plan.
3: Hey, the cocaine has arrived. Now, deliver it to the party. Yeah. Don't worry about the feces mixed in there. It's good
0: for you. Pop culture. Movies. There was a movie Uh in 1975? Okay, yeah. Yep. called Hugo the Hippo. All right. Okay. It's an animated film. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: um, because trying to do a live action hippo movie. <laughs> yeah, is a, it was tried once, and
0: it was a ban. It was covered up by Disney. I'm sure there must have been a hippo scene in uh, Jumanji. Yeah, but that would have been a CGI yeah. hippo. Yeah, in this movie, which is a Hungarius Hungarian slash U.S. co production, uh-huh. the plot is the Sultan of Zanzibar has a harbor infested with sharks. Which makes it impossible for ships to trade with him for uh-huh. some reason. Mm-hmm. In an attempt to fix the problem, he brings twelve hippos into the harbor to keep the sharks away. Okay, the idea works well enough, but once the hippos are no, no longer a novelty and the people no longer feed them, they begin to starve. After the hungry hippo, after the hungry, hungry hippos rampage right. through the city looking for food, Aben Khan, the king's advisor, who is played by Paul Lind. Oh, there you go, Paul Lind. Don't be afraid to use your nails, boys. Uh, He slaughters all the hippos except one, a little hippo named Hugo. Uh Hugo escapes across the sea to the city of Dar es Salaam on the African mainland. A group of children find Hugo and attempt to hide him as best they can. Mm -hmm. Hugo is discovered and is uh, sent away. Uh He's forced to scavenge from the local farms for food. He's put on trial. Hugo was put on trial wow. for the damage. Was put on, okay. Yeah, during his nighttime raid. So they okay. got that right. The feeding during the night. Yep. Scientifically mm-hmm. plausible. Uh, fortunately, the man, the children manage to contact the sultan, who agrees to appear in court to speak for Hugo. The ruler makes a powerfully impassioned speech about how the hippos were mistreated, both by their neglect and their uncalled for culling. Which all doubt that Hugo is the true injured party in this affair. He's released, and the children agree to care for him for the rest of his days. I've not watched this full movie, but they're— then, And then in the epilogue, they're all mauled to death. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, once he gets to a certain size. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't watched this movie, but I've watched some of the songs and other bits of it from uh, on YouTube. Yeah. So I couldn't find the whole movie. Uh-huh. It's basically, you know how on Sesame Street they had those little cartoony bits, which mm-hmm. were like kind of incomprehensible and a terrible 70s, sometimes jazzy music? Yeah, like mm-hmm. one,
2: two, two, four, five. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, uh, nine, well, that's 10, a good one. 11, None of the yeah, songs in this movie
0: are as catchy or as good as that song. Okay. Got it. Um, I couldn't watch a lot of it. It was just too terrible. Got
3: it. <laughs> well, YouTube does have the hippo massacre scene from yes, it. Yes, that's probably the
0: best one that I watched.
3: It was kind of interesting because they don't actually show them killing the hippos. They're showing hippo-shaped clouds getting shot by a lightning yeah, gun. Yeah, Paul Lind
0: right. is shooting them with a lightning gun. Right. But it's a very weird movie. But then
3: at tell. the end, there's all the dead hippos, actual hippos, on the... Is this underwater? The bottom
0: of the seafloor, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: and there's Hugo alive. What? I thought he was just shooting clouds.
0: It is
2: odd that you choose Paul Lynn as your voice actor for a sultan. That's right. Right? That and is like a, a strange
0: guy. casting choice. Yeah. And uh, songs were sung by some of the Osmonds. Oh. And Burl Ives. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: hmm Now, the title character of Hanna-Barbera is The Peter Potamus Show. Is a hippo. Does anyone remember The Peter Potamus no. Show? I do not. Yeah. Uh, he's a hippo who travels around the world in a hot air balloon with his monkey sidekick Soso. Oh. Nice. And the one episode that I watched, they went back in time somehow. Oh, okay. Hot air d- time travel. And then, of course, let's talk about the World Wildlife Federation of Justice oh, character. Yeah. Got Hypnopotamus. It. Got it. Who is, he was a, he was a hypnotherapist
1: mm-hmm.
0: who <laughs> was stabbed by one of his crazy patients Got in the it. brain. Uh-huh. And then he had to have experimental brain surgery with some kind of sea sponge. And then he develops hypnotic powers, super wow. mental control powers. And he was featured in the story I, 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 written by a friend to the podcast, Ian Boothby. and former uh, guest. Yep. Yeah, uh, who also does writing for the Futurama and Simpsons comic books. Got it. So you know it's mm-hmm. quality stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is, I made that, I did the artwork for that, and that is made available free on The internet, uh, you can go to our uh, World Wildlife Federation of Justice Facebook page and read all nine pages of it. Oh, oh well, crazy, uh, crazy awesome. Hippopotamus. Check that out. And all the rest of your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside, and when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy today. It's a true And bad feeling, an ominous feeling, a feeling you know that we'll be back when the week is new, and we'll have more gross facts for you, and you'll have things you want to hear about. We will too
1: caustic
3: soda was recorded by mike leeson while undergoing surgical debridement to comment on episodes and for links and show notes visit causticsodapodcast.com to support the podcast you can donate on our site or visit patreon.com slash soda. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter at Caustic Podcasts. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. Thanks for listening.
1: Hippo Town.
3: Uh, Hippo town Hippo Town Won't you take me to Hippo Town Hippo Town?